Back to Behind the Game with PJ on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into Behind the Game with Priscilla Joseph. I am Harrison Arns, and we are also joined with special guest Kim Hill as well. And we kind of get left off. We're talking about the difficulties of having two people in the relationship be coaches. Uh, it takes a lot of time away from you guys. You guys have to basically pick up where everything else is left off when the when the man can't be there, essentially. Uh, but to t- kind of start things off here on this top of the hour here, we're talking about everyone stops and all how hard it can be making new foundations all the time. I guess what I have for you guys is what were some of the things you did when you're moving from place to place just to try to feel normal in a new location every time you set foot. In terms of like you don't have the friends, you know what I mean? Like yeah. do you hold up hold up inside for a little bit, just tour the city, get to know it, or are you Kim, I'll let you go first. <laughs> um, well, I think that like as you move each time then you kinda like pick up new things to do that worked. Um, like Priscilla was kind of saying with her mom getting to come and help pack. And then like, now she's the unpacker. You kind of have like your people. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one friend, my friend Hattie, who has literally come to every single place that we've lived and helped me unpack and then, or pack and then unpack at the new place. So um, we kind of like go try to find the lay of the land together. And then, um, she actually lives like two hours from here. She lives in Virginia. So that's been nice that I can like drive to see her, but, um, you kind of like go and get the land land by yourself. Um, Rodney's parents actually only live like six hours from here. So, um, they've been able to drive a couple of times and, you know, when people come to visit, you try to like Yelp stuff, um, <laughs> to take people places. Yes. I think, I think I, I live on Yelp a lot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, totally. And just try to do that. I guess I, I wish I had like a, a really good, a good answer of how to meet people. But I think you just kind of like go depending on where you are and um, try to just Yelp and go to restaurants and places to go. And you have like a few people that are always there and adventurous with you, but that's kind of, that's kind of it. <laughs> what about you? Um, I always try to find like my one, like hidden gem or place that like, either I love the food or I love the drinks or I love something like love, love. Right. At at LSU, it was Rouge Creole. I would go just sit at the bar and there's only two things on the menu that I would order. Everything on their menu was delicious, but it would be their crab cakes and, um, their brie. It was like a pepper jelly brie served with like, these little toasted bread right and it was i mean amazing but that's all i would get that and then like a glass of wine and but it's like i build a relationship with the bartenders that i knew the manager there and um kind of introduced it slowly to my lsu people Mm -hmm. and then they started showing up and then i was like okay i'm no longer sharing my gem because then (laughs) i don't want to see people when i go there (laughs) it's like my hidden place where i go hide um, I found my place here, but I'm not going to share it cause I don't want to see people there. Um, and it's like right by my house. So it's kind of nice. Um, it's like a really hidden secret. So I love it. Um, that I always do for myself. So whenever I can get away from the kids, I go and hide somewhere. Um, yeah. this time around, like my brother moved in with us 
and he is like the most like he's always on his phone but like he's always like looking stuff up and all this stuff and he he's a foodie or you know and he we like trying new he likes trying new places so if it wasn't for him i don't think we would have like ventured out and tried have tried so many new places um because i'll i will only go to like places like people recommend like oh you Mm -hmm. need to go try this i'm like okay so that's the next one i'm gonna go and try that but then when we first got here like all of twitter gave me like a list of like 200 places to go visit and i was like oh man this is it's not going to go very, very well. So now it's like if I hear the same place more than once, then I'll, we'll go and try it. Um, like the next one that we want to go try is um, Honest Abe's. Yeah, that's the place. The burger place downtown. It's a burger place, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good? The, yeah, that place is pretty good. Okay. If um, It's just a good burger, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. put it as like my number one, but. Where's your number one burger place? I go to the watering hole. I really love the watering hole. There's a couple There's locations. Somewhere. Have we been to that one? I don't think so. There is one close by 84th by that high V. Uh, and then I want to say there's another one on the opposite side of town. I haven't oh, okay. been to the other one though. Okay. Uh, otherwise Tanner's is always a really good burger place. Uh, yeah, I love Tanner's. love Tanner's, but I like their chicken wings. Well, I had their salad last time and I didn't even make a dent in it because their salad was like, Oh, their, their salads are huge. I mean like massive. Like I literally, my brother was like, it's a salad. Like you didn't even eat any of it. And I'm like, no, listen, I ate. And he's like, well, it doesn't look like it. And it, it really didn't, but I, it was massive. Um, so yeah, just food places that we like. Cause then we become regulars at, and you know, once the kids like, um, at, in Baton Rouge, the kids had like the, it's, um, the one place here. I don't know. It's like the personal pizza. It's downtown too. The personal pizza. Yeah. Like, um, uh, that you make your own blazes. Pizza blaze yeah yes. blaze pizzas blaze. we had one at um in baton rouge lit pizza and it was like right down the street from the house like and we would do that like every friday that sounds dangerous i was gonna say yeah it, but <laughs> it was nice because like the kids shared a pizza mm-hmm. and then i got one and then whatever was left over mickey would eat in the middle of the night <laughs> whenever he gets home whenever he gets home <laughs> and then you find a million uh wrappers of like chocolate and candy <laughs> <laughs> does rodney do that um yes and no like he is a i'm like more of the sweets person oh, but gotcha. he likes like sour candy and like all things like that so Mickey or, like, is too Skittles, but like if we candy. have chocolate in the house he's like going through it does he have like a stash like a drawer stash no i buy it for him because oh, okay. i know he likes it um and yeah. then if i don't if he goes without he will go to the store and <laughs> build his stash up um Actually, I'm su- actually surprised that Bush didn't yell at me because for fall camp, I always make this big old basket for Mickey with mm-hmm. all this like snacks, like peanuts and candy and all that stuff. And this season, until right now, I forgot that I, I didn't do one. And I saw Bill Bush the other day and he would always be like, man, I love your fall camp stash. And I'm like, yeah, you, you guys go through it in like a couple days. <laughs> so I'd have to like keep refill- refilling it. But um yeah, I don't know what we were talking about. I kind of went in a whole bunch of different directions. Mickey Joseph's chocolate. Yeah, his yeah he he has a sweet tooth in the middle of the night. So well, since you guys, have, if it's in the house, Rodney will eat it too. Yeah. So I was gonna since you guys have both been around, you guys are both at LSU. 
what has been the best food stop for you guys lsu by far why well, yeah I, we were in louisiana for nine years so we were at grambling louisiana tech and lsu but north louisiana and south louisiana food is very di- very really? different why is this so much better because it does get a lot of credit yes um i think well one i'm a big seafood person so i love like it's not fresh, the same here in nebraska fresh shrimp oh my god <laughs> i mean like i could eat shrimp every single day of my life um like and we would there's a there's this like one place by mickey's parents house that was kind of like everybody that you know uh fishes their own stuff like fresh shrimp oh like fish fry type yeah. deal but it wasn't a fish right it was like fresh seafood right oh, nice. so i don't know what it is like it was like literally a lot and literally there was like 20 stands and everybody was selling the same stuff right you just different prices whatever and but we would like get those white um ice coolers and we would fill it with like shrimp and oh, fresh fish and crawfish and all this stuff and then we would like take it home because it's like it's it's fresh it's yeah. like straight off the boat yeah. and uh, there's nothing like that i mean i just love their I food i need to go there <laughs> right know i know well you know and actually <laughs> they do deliver like that you can ship it so but it's so expensive and i'm like Ugh. yeah but like by the time it gets here is it really gonna be fresh? you yeah. know like i don't know i haven't tried it mickey's like we should just try it i'm like all right maybe i'll think about it but I used to, we used to love it. Like we would just like do like 10 pounds of shrimp and then like bring it home. And that sounds good. I love, I love seafood. That's yes. something, that's the tough part being Midwest. Like I get some seafood. I don't know how fresh it is. It's been frozen a few times, right. but it's <laughs> not quite the same. Uh, but what about you, Kim? You've been to quite a few stops, uh, especially since 2015. What has been the best food stop for you so far? Um, definitely Louisiana. Um, the food in Baton Rouge in New Orleans was like, you, people talk about it and you're like, yeah, okay. And then you eat it. You're like, all right, I get it. <laughs> yes. Um, it's like, it, it's just ridiculous. Um, I went, when I went back to visit Sasha, I, I was, I was sending pictures of my flip plates to Rodney and he was like, oh, you forgot. I was like, no, I didn't forget, but I just kind of want to like show you that yes. you're missing out, you know? <laughs> But it's true. Like, but, I don't uh, think I've it's been just, It's anywhere. so good. Like, I'm a seafood person. Like, like Priscilla said, I can literally eat seafood every single day yeah. and never be sick of it. Um, and it was so good. Um, I, I, like, not a place that we've been together, but, like, I'm from Boston, and my entire extended family lives in Boston. So um, lobster rolls in Boston are mm. like no other. And this is super random, but Chinese food in Boston is something that you can't get anywhere else. So whenever I go home really? to visit... Um, the Chinese food is unbelievable. Yeah, it's just, it's like, it's Cantonese, which is like a different kind of Chinese food, I guess. And I've eaten Chinese food in like literally every part of the country and nothing is the same. So if you're ever in Boston, get the Chinese food. We actually like get it like shipped from Boston and pay like the astronomical shipping price to get it shipped to like my parents' house where, oh my where gosh, we live I love it. Um, to eat it. So how the, the seafood in Louisiana is... <laughs> The uh, the Chinese food in Boston is like that. <laughs> Man, I need to get down there, right? Because I love seafood, and that just seems so like good. the place to be. Oh my! Oh, you would. I'm telling you, you wouldn't leave. I probably wouldn't. What's your guys' yeah. uh, go to fish to get? Um, fish. I don't, or I, I guess you just like shrimp, right? Yeah, I love shrimp. I mean, Mickey will order the fish, and I'll just eat. You know, try it 
but I'm more of a yeah. just fresh shrimp and they have so many just dishes and I don't think Crab. I ever went to there was ever like a restaurant like dang this is bad I'm never coming here again <laughs> I'm not Never. kidding you. Like I'm, I'm like, really, I was just thinking about that. I'm like, wait. I I can't think of it. And I mean, we probably went out to eat like four times a week when we lived there. Like, ridiculous. <laughs> I can't think of a time where the food was even like three star. Like, if it's right. not a five star, you, yeah. you're lost. I mean, there's a couple places that are like just solely like just all fried food. And we don't mm. really, we're not yeah. big on fried food. Because I feel like, I mean, if you mess up Dang. fried food, we got a big problem. Like, come on. Right? How do you like, do that? <laughs> how you mess up fried food? Like <laughs> you can't. I mean, bad oil. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> I don't know. So we just, if we found places, because there is restaurants that are like could be like ninety percent fried food. Yeah, and we're yeah. I, that's just not what we like. So especially when you got the fresh seafood right there. Exactly. You I'm want like you messing it up. Right. <laughs> Leave it fresh. <laughs> I um, had um redfish for the first time in oh, Louisiana, and yeah, it's a white fish, and I love white fish. Like I love grouper. Um, and the redfish was really, really good. Um, actually had a Roosh, uh, Priscilla's secret place that became everybody's place. <laughs> I'm telling you, um, it's so, so good. Yes. Their food and drinks were great. I had a, a good, um, one, that same fish, um, when we went to Destin. Was uh, redfish just okay. red snapper or? No, uh, the, what did you say? The gro- gro- groper? Groper? Grouper, grouper. Uh, it's grouper. like kind of like grouper. grouper. It's like a flaky white fish. Yes. Even yeah. though it's called redfish. But they had like this um, pesto season. I mean, you can't really go wrong with pesto, but it mm-hmm. wasn't like excessive amount. So it was just the right amount, and it was so good. And you could just taste how fresh it was. I mean, we were in Florida, so we were on the water, but it was so good. fresh. Fresh t- is the best. <laughs> Agreed. All right. Question. What is Rodney's dream job? Oh, man. Um, or I yours. Say, yours for him. Huh? <laughs> I said, My dream job? Your dream job um, for I, him. I, I would say um, we both would be very happy if he um, one day. At Nebraska, you're right. That is a dream job. A head, <laughs> uh, NFL strength coach. You're right. I knew, I think it, that, I knew it was Nebraska. I knew it. I knew yes. we were going to say Nebraska. You know, if he's a head power five guy, we'd be too, super happy with that too. Um, <laughs> selfishly, the work-life balance in the NFL is better. Um, so selfishly, Rude. I'd pick NFL. But girl, I'll take anything. Uh, I'll take him being a head guy. He deserves it. And uh, it's going to happen one day. We're just we're, we're ready for it when it does, whenever, whenever God puts that in our path. Love it. Love it. All right. Um, how does Rodney feel about this upcoming season? Listen, here they are diehard crazy fans that even if they complain about the football team, they're still going to sell out the, every single game here. Oh, wow. It's yeah. close to LSU, wouldn't you say? Or no? Good atmosphere. Oh, no. Like, I don't know. I mean, no. Y'all, y'all are way more in love with football than LSU. LSU people love it, but they still have like a life outside of it. A life out- <laughs> Not that y'all don't, but I'm saying like there's other things like they have yeah. the Saints, you know, they have Pelicans. Pelicans and stuff like that. So yes, people love football there, but not saying that football's the only thing here because we got volleyball, we got basketball here, you know, all collegiate that fun sports stuff. Yes, though is all but we got. Collegiate, yes, and LSU 
they got professional sports. So, yeah, that's where the different um, love comes from. So I'm very excited for our first game in what two weeks? Nine days, um, right? Well, our first our home first game. oh first home game. Yeah, yeah, it'll be two weeks against uh, North Dakota in yeah. Lincoln. So what about y'all? Who do you guys have first, and what is Rodney feeling for this season? Um. So the, he's excited for the season. Um, it's year one. So, um, you know, I think year one's always a little bit more difficult. You know, you got to change the culture. You got to try to like get your people in through the portal and, and implement all your new systems and all of that. So um, I think they feel like they did a good job with that in the off season and they're excited to, you know, hopefully reap those benefits going into the season. Um, however, Duke is a basketball school. <laughs> what? So, um, what? I think, Why? I think we're, we're trying to transform it into a football school, but at the end of the day, it's a basketball school and it has been traditionally. So, um, I think it'll be interesting to see like how, um, how many fans kind of like come out and like are probably curious as we like roll into the beginning of season. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then see how it goes. But the culture in this whole area, like in this whole triangle. So in the triangle, which I never knew what that meant when people talked about the triangle until I moved here, but, um, it's like Duke, UNC and NC state were all like in like a, 10, 15 minute drive from each campus. So um, I had no idea, like this sounds really naive, but I had no idea that the triangle was that, like all three of those schools were that close to each other. Like like Durham, Raleigh and Chapel Hill are all like right here. So you just like literally drive down a couple exits and each school is like literally that close. Wow. Um, So if you go like, like Rodney will be like, oh no, like after work, he won't go to like, certain places if he's wearing all duke stuff because he'll get harassed by like the unc people oh my god <laughs> at the unc grocery store that is so, <laughs> oh my so god. Um, that was kind of interesting like a, a little change here um but like you can definitely tell like what's like quote-unquote duke country or unc country or nc state country um and um then like nc central is in this area too so there's a whole lot of college athletics love but it's mainly like basketball country overall um so i'm interested to see how like if the die like the diehard basketballness was diehard like people like camped out for tickets kind of diehard um during during season so i'm wondering if that translates to football um but we open up with temple on friday i think it's like the second whatever that friday before labor day is yeah um at home we, we host temple so um, we'll get a good feel and see how uh, the excitement buzzing around the new program and hopefully hopefully it goes well. That's exciting. I know. Year one is always hard. Well, ours is kind of split. Um, yeah. It's year one for the whole offensive side. Defense has been here. This is mm-hmm. uh, season five. Five. Five season. Um, so we'll see. It's, I'm excited. Um but really nervous. Yeah, it's going to be hard to predict this team in particular. We'll, we'll really yeah. learn a lot these first couple games. I was really excited before, and I had really good feelings, and then, I don't know, sh- something shifted. So, good nervous energy? Uh, Yeah, like questionable energy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, this is just one of the hardest teams to probably predict in a long time, though. Like you said, defense, yeah. kind of the same. Offense, 
pretty much top to bottom new. There's yeah. not a lot there for continuity. But yeah, I guess for but that's what like Nebraska's most excited about is because it's new. <laughs> yeah. And new is probably good when you went three and nine last yeah. season. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we'll see how that all works out. But yeah, Duke, it is uh Duke versus Temple, and that is September second. So we'll get to see Duke. Okay, yeah. That would be cool oh, yeah, to see Duke know. be a good football school. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty neat. No, I was I <laughs> he uh, Rodney kept posting pictures of the guys in the weight room, and I was like, do they not have shorts that go past their <laughs> thighs? I mean, all of the and it's so funny because now they're they're called you know the hoochie shorts, right? Like, yeah, yeah. And I was all like, the <laughs> all the commercials. I'm like, it's like the style now, I guess. And it's so know. funny. I'm like, Rodney, where's your hoochie shorts? He's like, yeah, now that's yeah. a hard pass for me. I was like, <laughs> that'll be the day. Please let me know when you find that. Oh my god, I was cracking up though. But like all the sports, because he was like, no, it's basketball. Then I was like, what about these ones? He's like, no, that's football. I said, so all of the players there all wear them shorts he's like yeah <laughs> I, like, I don't I, know why shorts have been just rolling up with every year oh my god they're getting too every, short for me so i can't even yeah. i can't like when i go to buy shorts now i'm like these are riding high yeah. i don't want to i don't want to rock out with these that's what i said about buying clothes for melania seven-year-old like crop tops i'm like why why I don't want to see I her belly looking, i like see everyone posting like their kids back to school photos and i was like i mean like I feel like I'm old, but like I would have got dress code for that outfit. Right? <laughs> no, it's so funny because I we got her an Adidas outfit, and the top was is like a longer crop top, kind of like what I'm wearing now. Mm-hmm. But the pants, you know, they're high, and so. But she goes, um, "Do I like need to tuck this in or?" because like when i raise my hand you can see yeah. I, I was like oh my god mickey has like traumatized her like he's like show no skin show no because no. he's like uh, i think she needs longer shorts i'm like listen we get longer shorts they don't fit if we get like shorter you know smaller shorts they're like super short your girl got long legs and she's thick. Yeah, listen, this, we're doing the best we can over here. So, right, you get this what is you get. Be a lifelong investment, Nikki. Get yes, and listen, fight your battles. But as long as yep. her booty's not hanging out, I'm good. So, and yep. she'll never allow that to happen. Because listen, she showed side rib, and she's like, "Mommy, I, <laughs> I think I need much. like t- tuck this in." I'm like, "No, babe, you're good. Don't worry about it." I'm like, they don't sell regular T-shirts anymore. <laughs> So daddy's going to have to get used to seeing your ribs. <laughs> it's like those memes that are like, um, some of us would still like to buy the bottom half of the dress. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> it's like, not possible. Yeah, uh, I just, you know, just in case, can we like reattach it, put a zipper around, like just in case you kind of want the whole t-shirt. I don't right. know. When it starts to snow up there, you're going to need the other oh half. You're going to need a couple of the other halves. It's crazy. Uh, with that being said, though, we do got to go to another break here. Uh, but we'll be back. We still got to go all, we'll go all the way up until that 9 o'clock. Uh, so stay tuned in. This is Behind the Game with Priscilla Joseph. I am Harrison Arns, and we are also here with special guest Kim Hill. We'll be back right after this. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 
96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done.